so you guys ever notice, for those that have seen the show in the past, even any episode just on the deep underground military bases, I've probably shown the alleged map, or mul multiple maps rather, of alleged underground military bases many times on this show. You ever notice that these underground military bases reside in the West and around the world in places where there's a lot of land, right? I mean, that makes perfect sense, right? However, you might say, okay, Dave, what are you trying to get at with that? Because ultimately, you need open space and land if you want to hide and you want to, you know, hide in plain sight with regards to nature. But that's necessarily not it, guys. And I'll tell you why. Humanity, and not just humanity, but other ET races as well, have gotten our and their best tricks technologically, whether that's bioweapons, UFO craft, you name it, from nature. The same way in which these UFO crafts bend gravity. They're not defying it, but they're bending it. We are extracting that same type of utilization from nature. Now, before I get into that, I just want to mention very quickly that I, uh, I do have a Patreon out for those that aren't aware. I'm just putting it up on the screen right now for those on YouTube. These are the three different packages. It's got a tremendous amount of content we're going to start putting out uh, starting tomorrow. But I do also want to make it very clear for those who can't sign up or just don't have the inclination to, I will always, always continue with the two episodes a day, the political commentary in the morning, and then obviously this main one in the afternoon. So please do not worry that will always continue now let's get into it project mother the living craft that splits into separate entities so we got a lot to cover here but let's just jump right into it so what does craft stand for this took me a lot of time to figure out cadaverous reproduction of abiogenesis for terrestrial craft so long story short you remember the carrot episode where it seemed as though there was an intermergence of nanotechnology and natural elemental titanium alloys that allowed for the craft to represent itself no matter how much you cut it up into different pieces so let's take that same applicable method and apply that to what's occurring here which is far more interesting than anything else i think i've covered with regards to the ufo technology and what have you so let's just start very simply okay let's work our way into it first off and i quote according to rock108.com pentagon admits to having and testing wreckage from ufo crashes and i quote the documents show that some of the retrieved debris possess extraordinary capabilities including the potential to make things invisible or even slow down the speed of light end quote now that's the only reason why i, I reference this article the reason for that is because again i want to just make this very clear for those who don't know for those who do know pardon me i just want to clarify when you can bend gravity you don't just essentially bend our laws of physics but on top of that, everything from light speed travel, everything from generating force fields, invisibil invisibility cloaking, all becomes possible. Everything you've seen in Star Trek, everything you've seen in, I, I mean, I guess I could say Star Wars as well, literally becomes possible. And we've seen evidence of that. But the most important thing here is being able to make this craft a living entity. That is why, in a lot of ways, a lot of people who have whistleblown about extraterrestrials, former government officials, most recently the Israeli space defense minister said that a lot of these aliens, part of the Galactic Federation, want humans to understand extraterrestrial craft that is why a lot of people who do the ce5 protocols as started by stephen greer tend to meditate and once they conduct these protocols they summon ufos in a lot of ways now that's a little bit more of a spiritual telepathic aspect but let's move forward now let's take a look at this article by the way that came out three days ago and there's a ton of connections to make here this is according to money.yahoo.com and i quote this is originally from popular mechanics 
China swears it isn't building a time machine. Now, why is this important? I'll tell you why. Let's take a look. The device, if the device does prolong life, as the documents claim, that's a very special case of time travel. From the annals of nothing to see here, China's largest state physics lab is insisting it's not helping a private company build a time machine. The strange happenings are straight out of the scientist version of TMZ with a leaked PowerPoint presentation and gossip swirling. Now, if you read the rest of the article, there's some uh, documents from the presentation that leaked. On top of that, you can also see transcripts of multiple scientists congratulating each other. Guys, sometimes maybe this might be used as some type of intelligence uh, method of trying to deter and distract other intelligence agencies like the Mossad or the CIA to make them think that they're slowly revealing to the world they have a time machine or it could be that aspect because we got to think very you know double standard here or in some cases guys if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck and quacks like what's well, probably a duck so in this case all right this is a private company that has been known to do private dealing similar to the way in which a lot of the classified work at lockheed martin and all that are private companies and contractors doing work with the u.s government why would they congratulate each other again unless this is a staged thing to deceive other countries why would they be congratulating each other if it didn't work or if it was just a patent that they're trying right now what happens when you apply this method to project mother a living ufo craft that is controllable that is both biological and synthetically created that can split into two why would you have to split it into two it comes down to and i'm not even trying to get spiritual but it comes down to the hermetic principles or just like any any other religion or culture the yin and the yang the balance so we understand as i've spoken about before there is a fusion cell within the cia deep down underneath the cia in langley virginia where they essentially oversee galactic time travel within the vicinity of earth and its galaxy and the reason for that as i mentioned last week is that when you time travel you can, are allowed to go any point in which you left from but you cannot time travel back to before you entered the time machine because it starts messing with the timeline the fusion cell helps make sure that this maintains the same this maintains this now you say okay dave that still doesn't explain why the craft is split into two so let's take a look before we get into that at this for example this is again guys bibliothecaplates.net and if we look here this is originally from the collective evolution website by tom bunzel now here's the thing here's what's so interesting it, talk, it talks about how you know dna is software in a lot of ways and with quantum computing we can discover a lot of things but here's the most significant thing for those on youtube check this out look at this guys on the left we have genetic code from the ebola virus intertwined with you know human dna to understand it now that's just an example excuse me on the right we have html code which is the most for those who don't know it's the most basic form from my understanding of developing a website html5 h what what have you right notice that they're both synchronicitous they're the same why is that clearly we have gone on to something in a way that would subscribe to the simulation theory but that's not even the best part this code is deeply ingrained within the chinese diagrams of the time machine but at the same time this is being implemented in a ufo craft now you might say dave okay where do you have the proof and what have you well when we look at some of the transcripts from the presentation that was leaked the powerpoint presentation we'll see that there is a 
stark amount of discussion regarding something called phantom DNA and the ghost particle. Now, here's what's interesting. Again, if we take a look at bibliothecaplates.net by Vladimir Popin, according to the T-Western websites, we're going to see here that when it comes down to the most molecular level that we've discovered, phantom DNA is this unknown charge that is in a lot of ways, believe it or not, a three-dimensional hologram, which makes sense because we're living in the three-dimensional three universe uh, world in this point, right? And it essentially shows that we are holograms vibrating. Now, here's what's also interesting. Let's take a look at this over here at medcraveonline.com, and I quote, DNA is actually composed of a liquid crystalline substance that acts as a form of antenna, receiver, and transmitter of holographic information. Don't forget, guys, this we're talking about all the objects around us, and we're talking about ourselves, too. This holographic image as an invisible energy field organizes and animates matter into what's called the phantom effect, okay? Now, here's what's interesting. If we take a look, if we, you know, click on the link here and we load up the page... And I'm doing that for you guys right now. What we're going to see is a fantastic report on the phantom effect, the quantum hologram in the etheric body. But then the studies stop there, at least publicly. So you're telling me, and if you look into it, there's no funding going into studying the phantom effect. Why? It's either because one of two things. Either humans are extremely stupid or this is going on at a much deeper level, which goes back to what I spoke about last week called the DISC theory. The Distributive Idea Suppression Complex coined the term by Mr. Eric Weinstein, guy that I respect tremendously, essentially suggesting, like I said before, within the academic community, because in the academic community, these are the people that do these kind of studies. Who else is going to do it, right? Not not the you know the local tradesmen, not people like you and I, people in the, uh, in the, the scientific, the STEM community. Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. The DISC theory essentially says that there are committees that essentially shut down ideas or proposals or scientific discoveries that may excel that of what is known on the public level. Not on the private level, on the public level. And then you might say, okay, Dave, but there's no money going to funding this. Why? Exactly. I agree with you guys. Where the hell is the money going? Or why is there no money even going towards it? You might say, well, Dave, that's black budget money. No, it's not black budget money, and I'll tell you why. Black budget money is paid for by the taxpayer dollars, particularly in the West, and we see where that goes, and they admit it. They say, you know, we spend almost a trillion dollars a year on the military. I think it's six or seven hundred billion a year, but let's be honest. We know they hide more than that, okay? And then on top of that, that they have to tell us where it's going. They do say the projects are classified, but this is where it gets even more interesting. They fund these type of projects with something called dark money. And you're going to see how this all interconnects with a lot of different things. And I'll get to the, we haven't even gone to the most exciting part, but long story short, dark money is essentially when agencies like the CIA tell drug cartels, excuse me, tell drug cartels all around the world. They literally say, look, we're going to let your shipments of drugs come in into our country we're gonna seize you know one shipment or two shipments every two three months just to make it look like we're doing our job right the d we're gonna tip the dea off they're gonna seize the shipments and it's gonna look good but for every shipment you bring in we want x amount of cash a month that is how they fund the projects that they cannot even justify on the black project or the black budget um i guess we could call accounting a sheet if you will the this is the dark budget projects 
all right, that is in correspondence with the United States and China, and again, many other major countries that are totally off the books. A real, real dark program, not a black budget program or a black project program, a dark project program doesn't really have any documents. Now, you might say, Dave, you don't know this for a fact. You're 100% correct. I don't. But based on the research being done, that is what is to suggest it. Now, let's take it one step further. We know for a fact, and I've said this before, that the CCP government, not the Chinese people, the CCP government is slaughtering tons and tons of Muslims, very unfortunate, and Christians as well too, by the way, and harvesting their organs. I put up some videos of it before, but for those on Patreon, you're going to see some of that in the coming days as well, because publicly on YouTube, they won't let me put it up or else they'll take down the video. So anyways, they're harvesting the organs of the bodies. And this is not even like anything conspiratorial. When the New York Times confirms this, what does that tell you? They're harvesting the organs. Why? Because there is something that is needed called dead phantom DNA. Why is that? That is because when we take a look at some of the blueprints and some of the schematics behind the time machine, it inhabits a proposal that Warner Von Braun made right before he died. And you might say, Dave, where's the proof of this? Well, let's take a look. Here's a document, an FBI document talking about how Hitler awarded Warner Von Braun for being able to understand how to travel through time, which might connect to the Die Glock thing, the Die Glock project. But again, I don't want to get into that. That's not what this episode's about. However, in order for time travel and time machines to remain with a karmic and cosmic balance in the universe, there needs to be a dead state of phantom DNA that is constantly, I guess we could say, feeding it, if you will. And this is, in fact, where where some of the bodies might be going. We know a lot of it's going to hybrid programs, unethical testing, and super soldier programs. But ultimately, at the same time, we take a look at this document here, and a, a lot of it's redacted. What's he? Hitler's awarding Warner von Braun for what? We don't know. Ultimately, we don't know. We can only go off the other words of people like Herman Oberth, who spoke about this before they passed away and things like this. Now, let's carry on. Let's take a look here at an article from Science Tech Daily. Guys, this came out three days ago, February 13th, 2021. All right. And I quote, a magnetic twist to graphene could offer a dramatic increase in processing speeds compared to electronics. Now, let's just read the bold headline at the bottom. By combining ferromagnets and two rotated layers of graphene, researchers open up a new platform for strongly interacting states using graphene's unique quantum degree of freedom, end quote. How long have I been talking about graphene for? How long have we been talking about graphene for? At least the last few weeks. Is it ironic that we've been discussing this and all of a sudden this article comes out? Clearly, we're on to something here. This tells us we're on the right track in a lot of ways. Now, let's take this one step further. Let's head over here to DM, dmcreary.medium.com. My apologies. No, and I quote, knowledge graphs, the third era of computing. So let's understand something here. We need to understand that when these documents that from the Chinese government suggest that a dead state, all right, they don't say it, but they suggest it, that a dead state of phantom DNA is needed. You might say, where does graphene come up into all of this? What is this time machine made out of? It's, it's not made out of graphene, it's wrapped in graphene that seems to inhabit element 115, something that Bob Lazar talked about as well, something that seems to not be a natural element of this earth. Now, is it a natural element of even this dimension? We don't know, but here's what we do know. The same concepts from Project Carrot of how UFOs are not just ships, they're telepathic, they're living. In a lot of ways, Project Mother is exactly that. It can split into different living entities. So I know how ridiculous that sounds, but it is beyond the comprehension of 
at least current modern human perception, all right, in the sense that the ship is living, but at the same time, it is also dead. It can think for itself, but at the same time, it needs someone to tell it what to do. And I know that doesn't make sense, but it has to do, again, with Walter Russell's The Universal One, the, the same book that Nikola Tesla told Walter Russell to put away for a thousand years until humanity was ready. All right. You think that people like the FBI and the CIA classify these things just because, you know, oh, it's got to be secret. No. Again, going back to the disk theory, they don't want people in the public level understanding. Why does the funding just stop? Right now, if we look at the third era of computing here, we're going to see that this is a form of knowledge graphs. And I quote, are at the core of third era computing, where we use machine learning to continuously enrich our shared knowledge, machines understanding themselves. So they're thinking for themselves within themselves, but they cannot think externally. What if you apply that same type of methodology and principle thinking towards a craft, towards a ship? that can think in and of itself, a piece of metal, an object, where no matter, say, for example, this pen, no matter if I split it in half, it still lives. It might lose the other half of it, but then it regrows using the dead, sorry, phantom DNA particles that inhabit it. Now, you might say, Dave, what is this used for? Honestly, guys, I don't know yet. I honestly don't. All I know is that bodies are being used, particularly within China, to feed this type of craft and technology. The evidence is here, guys. The evidence is clearly here. We know that ultimately, as long as these world governments conform to the cosmic balance of things, these extraterrestrials are not going to get in their way of doing this kind of stuff. As long as they obey the cosmic rules that have been set by them, from the from, that have been set by the Galactic Federation, the Andromedan uh, Council, and all that, and, and the Nexus Seven as well, as well as the Fusion Cell, they're fine. No one's gonna bother them. This is why people say, "Well, you know, how come major, you know, extraterrestrials have not been frustrated or upset with, excuse me, with uh, world governments before? Who's to say they haven't?" But when you're that intelligent, you don't need to get dramatic. You don't need to get, make a big deal. You don't need to disclose yourself to the rest of humanity. You don't. You really don't. So I want you guys to let me know what you think. There's a lot to cover here. But overall, we have to see that what's being connected here is something that is, I, I don't know if the ship is trying to be used for the ultimate craft that cannot be destroyed because maybe in case it's ever shot at when in space, it can then split up into separate pieces of itself so that, you know, there's no concern as to, you know, possibly dying or something like this. I'm not sure. But these are the possibilities we have to look at because the evidence is leading us there. What other way can we look at this from, right? So I want you guys to let me know what you think, and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.